Good day and Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy Kuna Matata. Happy everything. I hope every day is happy and special for you. Why not make every day like Christmas? Maybe that should be our life goal to shape our minds and hearts in a way that we're super excited to wake up every morning to live. With passion to live enthusiastically. Everyone has their own path to find this. What is yours? What is mine? It is the most important search of our whole lives. I hope everyone is doing super well and you feel lovely and cozy and warm. So today we'll discuss Christmas traditions around the world. Let's see what the strange, the bizarre, bizarre is another word for weird or strange, the bizarre and unique Christmas traditions from all around the world. Welcome back to Simple English Listening. Fascinating topics in simple English. So you can pick up new language and also learn about the wider, interesting, beautiful, fascinating world that we live in at the same time. I'm your host, Tristan, and my accent is English. I'm from Bournemouth, Bournemouth in the south of England, on the south coast. My hometown. Remember, the power of listening to this podcast more than one time, the power of repetition, of repeat listening. This helps you learn and take in more vocabulary and language naturally. So, Christmas was originally the time that Santa Claus was born. Only kidding, of course. It's when Jesus was born. For some, he is one of many prophets, an access point for God and the divine. For some, he's the son of God. For some, he is God in some kind of human form. For some, he's just a spiritual teacher with some lovely deep quotes and teachings. But interestingly enough, this extremely famous and revolutionary man from Palestine was not actually born on December 25th. Clues from the Bible suggest he was born in spring sometime when the shepherds were out with their flocks by night or on March 25th. So why December 25th, you may ask? Why do we celebrate Christmas then? Because, because this is the reason, because it was convenient for early Christians. It was easier to make it on the 25th of December because it was the same time as one of the most important festivals in ancient Rome, Saturnalia Festival. Saturnalia was dedicated to the god Saturn, like the planet 
Saturn. It was on the week up to Christmas, around the 17th to the 23rd of December. And Saturnalia too had gift giving, giving presents, lots of food and drink. They would decorate things with greenery from different plants, yeah, trees for decoration. And they'd have candles. And here's a good one for you. During the Roman festival of Saturnalia, slaves and masters switched places for fun. So their roles were overturned, were switched. So slaves became masters and masters would serve slaves, you know, like just for fun. Yeah. <laughs> so you can, you can still see some parts of Saturnalia, but became, became part of modern day Christmas over many hundreds of years, of course. Parts of Christmas, like the decorating, the candles, the greenery of trees and plants as decorations, the gift giving, the feasting, the food and drinks, yeah, are similar. But not the slaves. Well, I guess, I mean, it depends what part of the world you're in, I guess, right? Unfortunately, well, that's, the, that's the sad truth. So today we'll look at strange, weird, horrible Christmas traditions. But first, please subscribe. Hit that bell icon on YouTube or leave a sparkling, shining review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. This helps us reach more people and spread holiday cheer and smiles far and wide. So if this podcast lights up your day like a Christmas tree, feel free to follow, subscribe. Okay, first up, boom, we are going to a place that I used to teach in. I used to live in Japan. So Japan does some crazy things generally, which I love, an eccentric place, wonderful classic traditions. So I was there on Christmas Day when I used to teach there. And what I didn't expect was this, was long, long, long lines of people, queues of people going down the road, down the road and round the corner. Why did they want to see Santa? Well, it seems the genius marketers, advertisers of Japan, have mixed Santa with the colonel from KFC, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Finger licking good. So everyone, lines of people, are waiting for KFC. And everyone in Japan eats KFC at Christmas. A big bucket of Kentucky Fried and outside the KFC, there's a big statue of the colonel with a, to the logo, the guy from the logo of KFC with a Santa hat, looking quite similar to Santa Claus. So I don't know what happened there if they, you know, mixed him up. But on all the advertisements, KFC is everywhere. And sometimes in Japan, you have to reserve your bucket of chicken many days in advance. Another thing I noticed in my time in Japan and Korea is that Christmas is more 
a time for couples, like a time for like a romantic weekend getaway for the many couples there. That's what it's kind of become over there. So they still enjoy the tree. I mean, that's for like for people who are who don't celebrate it as as Christians do in like a religious way. So they still have the tree and the winter theme and the elves, a wish for Santa Claus, but it's like a couples thing. Uh, next, we fly to Norway. Norway on Christmas Eve. Norwegians hide all their brooms. A broom is the big brush you use to clean and get the dust out of your house. So they hide all their brooms. It's a centuries-old belief that witches and evil spirits come out on Christmas Eve looking for brooms to ride on. Yeah, you've seen Harry Potter, right? Where they ride on the brooms. Well, not in Norway, because all the brooms are hidden from the witches and the evil spirits. Next, let's jingle over to Catalonia in Spain, España. Here, we have a Christmas character, an extra character in the nativity scene called Caganer. Caganer is a little man with a red hat with his trousers down, his pants down and crouched over so you can see his bum bum. Caganer symbolizes fertility. Fertility meaning the ability to create children. So fertility, but he also symbolizes good luck and prosperity for the coming year. So you have a, a man with his pants down with a Christmas hat and you see him around Catalonia. Next, moving on to Austria, Germany, Hungary, we see Krampus. Krampus is a fearsome, horned figure in alpine folk stories. He is a, he looks like part demon and part goat. He looks terrifying. His job is to punish naughty children. He kidnaps them in the night and carries the children away in a sack to never see their parents again. Sometimes Krampus eats the children. These are the naughty children. So actually there's a hilarious horror movie released in uh, 2015 about Krampus and I'm showing it to my grade 10 class right now as their Christmas movie. He leaves so Krampus he leaves twigs, which are small branches of trees. He leaves twigs outside the houses of naughty children on Krampus night as a sign that they need to behave well or he'll come to get them. In some towns, 
around the Alps and Austria on Krampus night, the 5th of December, people dress up as Krampus to scare naughty children. It's a frightening tradition that adds a bit of excitement to the holiday season. So Santa rewards nice children and Krampus punishes the naughty children. Of course, it's not all scares and fried chicken. For the final weird and wonderful Christmas tradition of today's episode, let's go to the capital city of Venezuela, Caracas. Here, there's a charming tradition. On Christmas morning, the city's roads are closed to cars, allowing people to roller skate to church. It's a lovely scene with families and friends all on roller skates, gliding through the streets, holding hands, all dressed in Christmassy clothes. Cars have to stop by 8am in the morning. Uh, I'm not sure when cars are allowed back onto the streets, but that's nice. So everyone just roller skates to church and roller skates around uh, the town. Beautiful. And a final interesting fact is Santa Claus, who is actually famous Saint Nicholas, is Santa Claus. And I've seen his actual grave in the south of Italy in Bari. I actually used to live near there for six months. And uh, yeah, so Santa Claus, aka Saint Nicholas, he is buried there in a very famous church. It is said that sometimes a kind of watery substance comes out of his tomb and it does miracles. It heals people. So yeah, so Santa Claus is based on Saint Nicholas, who's a saint, a Christian saint who's originally from Turkey, and then he died in Bari. I have a whole episode on Santa Claus, actually. You can scroll back through the podcasts and find it if you like. Santa Claus was uh, the saint of children, lost sailors, and charity. And as his story evolved, and the modern day Santa Claus dresses in red and white, you know, with the sleigh and the reindeer. This version is actually from New York, from a few comics, books and newspapers. But the, the earlier uh, Santa came from ideas from Europe. Before he was Americanized, he wore green and blue and purple and other colors. My episode of the life story of Santa Claus is uh, November 29th, 2020. Lastly, in Iceland, oh, I'd, I'd love to go to Iceland someday. Seems like a fascinating country, all with the volcanoes everywhere up near Greenland. Well, anyway, there they have 13 Santa Clauses. 
These 13 Santa Clauses are called the Yule Lads, and they visit children across the country of Iceland in the 13 days leading up to Christmas Day. Each Yule Lad has his own personality. There's the one who licks spoons, who loves food. There's the angry one who slams doors. Uh, reminds me a bit of Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. In Iceland, children leave their shoes by the window. And each night, a Yule lad leaves a small gift. Or, if they've been naughty, a potato. Yeah, that's right. If you're naughty in Iceland, you get a potato for Christmas, which of course is better than being kidnapped and eaten by Krampus, right? And yeah, I've always wanted to visit Iceland. It's, it's like so unique, right? Fascinating. Seems to be just lots of volcanoes and lots of uh, old Viking stories. Ah, dig this. So in Iceland, many people believe in what they call huldufolk, which means hidden people, hidden people. These are like elves or fairies. They are part of old stories in Iceland, and they're thought to live near rocks and nature, humans of another world. And not everyone in Iceland thinks that they're real, But these stories are important in Icelandic culture. And uh, some people just talk about them like they exist, just like they're, they're fact. Like you can't go over there because you'll disturb the fairies. And sometimes when building roads or houses in Iceland, people change plans to avoid disturbing these hidden people, the fairies. So and elves and whatever. So this shows that how these old stories are still part of life in Iceland today. So, okay, so I'll be returning with two podcasts per month on February 1st, okay? So February 1st, two podcasts a month. Uh, for the next six months, I will live in a small Vietnamese town on the beach and just write and record and make podcasts, and teach English part-time. Uh, yeah, I finished my full-time semester at my international school, so I'm really happy about that. So thank you, my dear, dear listeners. Thank you for joining me for, on this festive journey around the world. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, leave a review, uh, your support, Your support is the best Christmas gift for our podcast. Whether you celebrate Christmas or not, happy holidays to you, or happy time. Yeah, just happy general time to all of you. Let it be filled with joy, laughter, and maybe a few lovely surprises like these wonderful traditions we've explored today. So, until next time... Stay jolly, stay awesome, and be happy. And see you on the 1st of February for two podcasts on the 1st and 15th of every month. And I have got so many ideas. My brain is exploding with ideas. 
so absolutely can't wait. I've been saving these ideas for months, right? 